I'm Ryan Johnson. I'm Tyler Schmidt. I'm Lou Janu. And this is Car Talk, a podcast about trading cards. We're here to teach you everything you need to know about flipping cards. Whether it's the next breakout rookie, a new Magic the Gathering release on the way, or Pokemon's 25th anniversary, we'll break it all down. So sit back and listen up. Those cards collecting dust in your closet could make you some real cash. Welcome to Card Talk. All right, what's going on, guys? Welcome back to Card Talk. I'm Ryan, joined as always by Tyler and Lou. In today's episode, we're going to get into what's on your mind, a thought from each of us in terms of how we feel about the current state of the card market and just really what's uh, what's going on in each of our heads at the moment. We'll get into play of the week, this week's releases, and possibly some time for a little Q&A from, uh, from some listeners. So, uh, Ty, another week, you starting off focused looking ready to go i mean just in the zone what's uh well, let's start with you let's let's see what's on your mind to start so i woke up this morning it's a big day today today's tuesday five let's say the 11th say the 11th v friends launches today it's a big project that the team's been working uh working pretty hard on to say the least i actually visited our good friends at psa and woodbridge uh this morning just had to do some reconnaissance you know just checking on the operation so i drove down there met with some folks handled a couple things drove back up to new york couldn't find a parking spot for quite some time parking garages were full i kept getting turned away then i finally found a spot ran up here 15 minutes late only to find out that ryan's computer was busted (laughs) so we're getting a late start going this morning and uh, I'm ready to go. I'm I'm focused. I'm ready for my my conversation about my mind. So what's on my mind is uh, collecting and curation right now. I think that overall the market has for the last two years, two and a half years, three years, been incredibly ripping hot. And I think that in basketball, um, specifically in basketball, which has been the driver of the, the the market I think over the that period of time is soft right now. In general, I think it correlates to the product of the NBA being incredibly soft. I think we're gonna see an explosion in terms of people getting pumped about the playoffs. My point is I'm focusing a lot on collecting and curating right now. Um uh for some reason I've had a my fondness for all things purple um parallels has continued to grow and so i'm using this opportunity with kind of a lull in in the market to exchange some some stuff that i'm not as fond of to really curate uh my collection things that i want to hold on for the long term i don't think it's a moment of like kind of offloading for profits even though to keep into perspective we were talking about pokemon someone was listening a squirtle off platform for like 1450 and we were we were like wow i mean it, it, there was days where you could get four for it you know fairly quick um but that 1450 1500 in perspective to 250 or 300 is still high so i'm 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 pumped i'm using this time to get my purple collection up and running the number one card on my radar right now is a purple purple prism michael porter junior because my man's been balling. And uh and then also this this one thirty seven card project. Um Jay and I are really gonna kick things off today in terms of our content around it. Um but 
even just hanging with people in DMs, a lot of people have reached out with uh, random ass cards, number 137, and I'm just pumped. I think it's going to be fun. Right. I'm now getting into a little bit more of like building sets, what you've kind of been into and, and show the way. And I think this is going to be a really fun, uh, fun process. So I'm pumped for that. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be one of the biggest undertakings I've ever seen in, in, you know, in cards, right? 137 for every set. I mean, that's, that's a, but there's, there's so many sets. That's pretty crazy. So Ty, that's not, you know, I was, I'll get into what's on my mind in a second, but your, your point is, is really well taken about like curating and getting some things that you're, you know, more passionate about in your collection. And, you know, I saw a lot, I've seen a lot of chatters on Instagram really in the last 24 hours about like, what are you buying during the dip? Because these, like, there's, there's no doubt there's some serious dips right now. Like one of the cards I've talked about before that I wanted on, you know, I've, I mentioned it on this show a long time ago was the Charizard PSA nine. Like that is one card I always wanted. And I remembered like turning one down for, you know, five figures, right. When they were, when they were starting to creep up and then they got as high as like, what, 50, 60, mm-hmm. 65 K. And the last auction sold on May 4th for 18, three. That's a card I would like to own at some point and just, you know, kind of have in my collection. So, yeah, I think this is an interesting time. If you're looking for something that you, you like, like you want to collect or something you believe in long, long term. I feel like this is this is probably a pretty solid time to buy something like that. Um, so yeah, I I agree with you, Tyler. There, I think that's a it, it's it's an interesting point though, Ty, because in the same breath you're mentioning I've got to sell something to get something, right? Like you're exchanging. Mm-hmm. So it's and you know if you were buying, I I think we talked about it before, like uh, Kareem, mm-hmm. right? If you bought a Kareem rookie four months ago it's probably down yeah where from where it was four months ago so are you willing to take that l to put to put it in something else well that's yeah that's why i mentioned the the pokemon thing because at the same time there's the the perspective of the you know the the process the journey card ladder as amazing as it is, as it is i think at times can be tough for people because you wake up and you get the email of where your collection sits if you use it um but a card that if you bought it at 300 and it's 1250 now it's really good but if it was at one time at 3000 you're feeling like you're taking an L on that card and i think it's important to kind of keep perspective of that so i think those are the types of cards within that cycle that i'm looking to exchange and then really use the opportunity to pick up some things that really have nothing to do with profit other than enjoying you know adding them to my collection for the long term yeah, I'm aligned there. So, so, so to your point, more recent purchases, something in the last four months. Now nah, it's just steady and and hold on those. But some things that have been longer in my collection that even if they're you know equal value and and I don't enjoy them as much, I think you can exchange for good value. Um, specifically in the basketball market right now, I just think there's so much upside in basketball even modern there's been a, an immense amount of supply increase but you know I'm, I'm playing this like purple parallel game 70 i think 2018 it was of 75 and before then and now they're the of 99 i think is is purple um but for some reason i just love purple parallels of cards lou what's uh what's on your mind what's on my mind is that i'm sad i won't be in dallas it's devastating it's absolutely devastating i'd argue it's the most devastating thing that's ever happened to me in my life um and so 
I have been using all my brain power to like not overreact and like buy and sell things right now because I would be in Dallas buying and selling. Um, but now knowing that I will not be there next weekend, I am contemplating making some rash decisions in terms of <laughs> what to buy and what to sell. I made my first decently sized purchase in a while last week. I bought two Ultimate Warrior rookies that I'm very excited about. Wow. Yeah. PSA 10. Fire. Pretty fire. I think it's like a pop 20 card, so it's pretty cool. It's a good job. Um, I think wrestling is massively underrated. It's one of the few things that hasn't popped off yet. What's on my mind the most is wrestling and F1 because I just really think they're two very underrated things. F1 is getting a lot of respect recently. Wrestling has not got it yet, but that is where all my energy is. And I can see Ryan smiling and laughing. And I'll be right again. Oh no, I think it. it's I think it's intriguing. <laughs> uh, the F one is definitely we've sold a lot of F one more than I anticipated, especially when the boxes are north of five hundred dollars. So yeah, I'm intrigued by it. I see a lot of people on Instagram looking for it. Is there any any play you're trying to make, Lou, in you know the F one game right now? I mean, I know you said you like it. Yeah, I think di- dynasty cards are like more high end cards, but they're really really underrated. I think like I think someone like uh like a Max Verstappen, you know. Five to ten thousand dollars is a lot of money for a lot of people, but I think if you have an opportunity to get something like that of his, that's a really interesting play. Guys like Lando Norris, who are like young and upcoming and popular, like in regular life, like there's a lot of kids who watch Twitch who don't know that Lando Norris is a really good up and coming F1 driver and they only know him as a streamer. So I think there's opportunities there. And then I just think like the original Tops Now set from uh, F1 that came out last year is so huge. Those PSA 10s are wild. Well, the, the pops are so low, bro. Like, the print runs are crazy low. And, like, Lewis Hamilton is literally, like, the LeBron James of F1, probably better. And the opportunity to jump in. He just took a W. Yeah. He all he, he wins this. He won, he's won the same race, like, for three years in a row or something like that. He has, like, 100 poles, 90-plus wins, seven championships. Like, he's insane. So, I think there's... If you're talking about buying goats and all that stuff and really popular sport, like people talk about like buying tennis goats. It's like tennis is nothing compared to the popularity of F1. So like, yeah, that's where I'm at. Interesting. All right. So the one thing that's on my mind, I texted you guys about it. And I've probably mentioned this quite a few times recently. I am very intrigued by with the basketball class this year not being as big as, you know, Zion's was. Obviously, that would be tough to do. And then all of the hype around Trevor Lawrence with a pretty solid football class with Burrow, Herbert, Tua, those guys. My question is, and I put, I texted you guys about this earlier. Does Trevor Lawrence take football product like the just the market, the the unopened stuff, the the singles? Does Trevor Lawrence have a big impact on the football market, similar to what Zion did to basketball? Right. So I think about a couple parallels with this. Right. Like. When Zion came out, like Luca PSA 10s were what, $400, I think. They weren't super high, right? Then Zion comes out. I mean, obviously, COVID plays, I believe, plays some factor in this. Personally, I believe that. Luca's were four, 400 PSA 10 when Zion, uh, when 2019 that, Prism dropped. That's about right. That's about right. Wow. Because they were 200 in February, and then Prism came out. I mean, they weren't like crazy, crazy. Like, I mean, Prism basketball hobby boxes were like, what four hundred and forty dollars on release day? Yeah, they were four forty, right? So I, I'm just just thinking, right? Like different times, similar parallels in basketball as to football, right? You like you had a a hot rookie coming out, Trevor Lawrence, Zion, 
Both have been recruited since a really young age, both super, super, uh, super talented. Uh, and, and I just think like there's also a superstar in the league that's upcoming as well with them, i.e., you know, Luca or Mahomes, uh, Luca or Justin Herbert. There's another guy behind them that's that's really popular. And there's a lot of hype for Trevor Lawrence. We can all agree Trevor Lawrence stuff is going to do very, very well. There's also a lot of other big names in the class. Zion, you know, had Jaw, Kobe White, Hero. Trevor Lawrence has Zach Wilson, Trey Lance, Justin Fields, etc. Uh, I'm curious because it seems like, like Tyler, you've mentioned this before in a previous episode about how like the NBA games are not close. We've talked about a lot of people being hurt, especially rookies, right? Halliburton, Denny, Lamelo was hurt for a while. Like a lot of the big top 10 guys, a lot of those guys have been hurt. Mm -hmm. I just wonder if you're going to see a transition where the football market really, really takes off in the coming months. I've talked about it before about leading up to Dallas. What happens when we get into the summer and you start getting into 2021 football with pro jerseys, you start getting closer to prism, optic contenders, that kind of stuff. It seems like there's just so much hype around football with Trevor Lawrence leading the way, just so much young talent. I, I'm just really, really, really intrigued to see what happens. I'm not saying it will happen. I just want to know six months from now, mm-hmm. is the football market absolutely on fire? Because I anticipated that 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 could happen. I just don't think people care about basketball anymore. About football or basketball? Basketball. Like right now or like you think it's out? I just feel I don't think it's out. I just think it's just basketball's like, just going away. It's over. Basketball. It's basketball's over. Lamelo. You just were like, I don't think people care about. It. I'm just taking it. Yeah. No. Just I, I know. Just, I, I just think it's just like too much, and everyone just needs a break. I, I I'm starting to think the playoffs aren't going to do anything. Interesting. Because honestly, like, ready? What's the difference between the first round of the playoffs and the regular season? LeBron. Yeah. LeBron's playing today. So what's that mean? Against the Knicks, who are the best. I, team by the league. way. By the way. By the way. I saw a headline today that someone said this is the biggest Knicks game in 50 years. Potentially. If it's the biggest Knicks game in 50 years, there's serious issues going on with the Knicks. There are. Okay, first off, there are serious there are issues serious going on. A random Tuesday night Laker game? We're grinding it out for home court, Lou. It's LeBron's return. All eyes are on the Knicks. That's like calling the Jets-Browns game two years ago the biggest Jets game in 10 years. It might have It might no. been. No. no, well, the Jets, the Jets had in the last ten years have been to conference championship. The Knicks haven't Lou, sniffed I, I the agree game with that, you that Like basketball is definitely dead right now, but it it would be, I would be hard pressed to say that like Tyler's point about like the playoffs don't intrigue people a lot. It isn't isn't well taken. We'll so we might get Cur- we might get a play in game, Curry Lakers, LeBron. Warriors, and that will be. Appointment viewing for anyone that has interest in sports. Yes. Could you imagine LeBron so. losing in a play on play in game? He's never lost in the first round ever. Isn't Curry averaging like thirty eight in the last month? He's out of control. He's he's out of his mind. I think they beat the Jazz last night. I yeah, they did. Curry had a game winning three. Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, let's. I don't want to go there, but like, let's just talk about how I was like Donovan Mitchell is the only thing I care about, and the one year they're the best team in the league, no one cares. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's because pain. he plays for the Jazz. I know, it's just pain. Yeah. Just pain. So, Lou, going off your point, though, like basketball, you're you're not optimistic about it right now. What are your thoughts about my take on, on the football market? Yeah, so, like, I was wondering if we might have a similar issue. Like, it's just been wall-to-wall football coverage, it feels like. 
because no one cares about basketball. So it's just been all Trevor Lawrence, uh, you know, Tebow today. I don't feel that way. I, I don't. F- I feel like I feel like we're gonna come into this a bit of awakening. I I feel we that football hasn't been that much action. I feel like people are gonna be primed. NBA playoffs, you know, summer nights, then roll right into football. Hopefully we get people in stadiums. I'm just not sure if Lawrence is going to be the lightning rod that everyone thinks in a way where they're, they're going to be horrible. That's So they're going to be horrible. You pretty much got Burrow on a rookie year. I don't know if they're going to be horrible, though. That's the easiest division in football. Right. I'm just saying that's the easiest division in football. Uh, right, they were I really just subconsciously bad. hope they're horrible because they got to play Ryan Finley or Tyrod Taylor in the Texans twice a year. That's two dubs. Not necessarily true, but keep it, going. Yeah, I don't know. I, that division is not very good. Okay, we'll see. I think they're really bad. They're, they're not going to win 16 games. I'm not. Picking Trevor Lawrence them. is not changing the changing the day they in got his a first lot. year. Yeah, we'll see. And Travis. I mean, the Pelicans you know. were. Let's be honest with the Pelicans weren't 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 amazing. Zion missed half the season. Yeah, I just think it's different. We'll see. I hope so. Listen, I hope so. Ty, I was gonna make a point about basketball. Michael Porter Jr. had this little like nice run going card wise, and then over the last two three days, it's kind of softened up a little bit. It looks like they My were getting up to like for this fucking guy is unbelievable. <laughs> Yo, he's a good player. <laughs> and it's not his fault either. That's the unfortunate is part. Is there more nothing... Tyler propaganda for card talk on, like, it, it, he's a good player. Does more Tyler propaganda, or do we talk more about MPJ? Like, which one's higher? Michael Porter Jr. I don't get it. I don't get the Michael Porter Jr. thing. It's now just a meme, and Tyler doesn't even pay attention to Michael Porter Jr. He just brings them up. Right? Oh, yeah, that's not true. <laughs> I'm stacking MPJs, baby. <laughs> he doesn't even pay attention. He just. Uh, <laughs> go ahead. I was going to just change it up a little bit and say I was laying in my bed last night and I remember the, me- the, the, the I remember the meal we had in Dallas the planning strategy and Lou just for extra pain for you have you started to formulate any Dallas thoughts right plays you're looking to make no I definitely think that's one thing we didn't do last time that we did the first, the first time, time. Yeah. was the planning session that was super helpful um, yeah. so, so can't recommend that more I don't know. Are we setting up? Or are we not setting up? I, We're I setting up. We have three tables. I'm not. I'm not looking <laughs> I'm forward to so that. So sad. It, it's not. A, it's not. I'm not in sell mode. I have no interest in going and setting up. Full disclosure. I'm looking to buy. Full disclosure. Buying is. I'm All right. Buy. Well, full disclosure. We have tables. So if you are listening to this podcast and you want to hang out at the card talk table with me and myself, and that's it, we can hang because I'm coming hot with a lot of raw. I'm packing raw and coming in. If you want to be at our table at the Nash, at the Dallas show, just pay Tyler under the table and he will set you up. Exactly. I accept all cards numbered 137. Yeah. Yeah. You get this guy at Kobe number 137 and the whole thing changes. Yeah. Ronaldo mega cracks for a table. It's like, feels right. <laughs> Ty, next six months. More mm-hmm. interested for the next six months only. More interested in putting money in basketball or football? For me, Next six months only, basketball. Basketball. I think these playoffs are going to be really weird. We had Tyler Hero last year. I think we're going to see a guy or two come out. Come out. Just the seedings are really weird. I think you're going to have some weird matchups. You're going to have some upsets. And basketball, for me, yeah. Look, football, 
I'm the the answer of that is not based on anything other than my passions. If I'm being honest to you. Interesting. Lou. Football. I think um to go in the other direction of exactly what I just said, um, if football is going to be the sport where fans come back for the first time, I think there'll be like a lot of rallying around that. And uh, yeah, I, I'm, I'd buy football for the next six months. Storylines for me for football, Burrow. Burrow and Darnold. Yeah, Burrow, Herbert. Yeah, that would be bigger picture, Tyler. I would agree. Quarterbacks. Mm-hmm. Right. You've got where's Rogers going to end up? Is Burrow healthy? Herbert, right? Darnold in Carolina. You got the five first round quarterbacks. Is Brady opening the season as the favorite to win it again? I would assume so. <laughs> was that Rogers story made up, by the way? It seems like it was kind of made up. He hasn't come out and gone against it. But Schefter was like, yeah, I had no sources on that. <laughs> so <Nice. laughs> there's an outside chance that was just made Perfect. up. Part of my thought is I would agree. I, I, I'm leaning more football. But as I think about this, I think it kind of leads into a little quick three minute segue on. I think football is going to be hot, especially at the national. Which sounds like is happening. <laughs> it does seem like the national is happening. It, I mean, we were a couple weeks ago like it's not happening. We're not sure. It doesn't look like it doesn't look good. And now it sounds like. It's 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 gonna happen. And yeah, we ain't selling table space days. at the national. So by the time this, yeah, today's seventy eight. So when this podcast comes out, it'll be seventy seven days until the national. I'm so excited. I wonder what's gonna happen. I wonder who's gonna have a live show at the national. Yeah, I'm not sure. Some podcast will probably pull up and do a live show at the national. Yeah, someone. Someone. I'm really excited about the proper football card market. I mean, Rye Lou, it's been about maybe coming up on fifty weeks. And there wasn't a human interested in the proper footy market when we started this show. Uh, it's debatable. Except for Lou. Lou was always interested. Christian Pulisic is a real player. A serious player. And I know Aaron Novak is all talking Mason Mount. But there's a lot more factors at play here. Christian Pulisic will be remembered, potentially, as an all-time great American sportsman, and I'm long on him, very much so. That's what Blue, I think. Th- thoughts on Mason Mount or Pulisic? Yeah, um, as a lifelong Mason Mount fan, um, I take a lot of issue with what Tyler just said there. But um, you know, I'm a big Christian Pulisic guy as well. So you know, I think it's a win-win oh, for everyone involved. Got it. They got yeah, a big that's, game. That's how big I feel. game Champions League final against City. I actually, uh, Tyler, Saturday, yeah, I'll be locked in. Saturday, on we had sure. uh, the EPL game on in the shop where Man City could have clinched. Oh wait, yeah, what's up with the shop? shop yeah, how's the shop, bro? It was awesome. It was it was great. First week was was uh, it, crazy. It was it was a blast. I absolutely love it. So much more space. Just waiting on you guys to you know make that drive out here. Yeah, we gotta pull up. I need like a weekend to myself and then I'm down to go to, go to Ohio. It's like insane. I know, I know, I know. I was in the casino at like two in the morning this weekend, then I was like, I need to be in my bed. We have what casinos here. Oh, I'm into that. No, I I'm into that. No, I think maybe the weekend Do you have after Memorial Day. Um 
maybe maybe two weekends after Memorial Day. We'll get there. Yeah, but then it's short time, Ty. You know what I mean? <laughs> Wrong DTS, baby. You can't come to Ohio doing short time. I'm I'm sad. Yeah, I mean short time. We're Jersey boys. You ever hear of the short? You ever been to the Jersey oh, Shore? Oh, short time. I thought you said short time. I'm like, you can't wear shorts no. in Ohio. Oh, got it. Now nah, who doesn't do shorts in Ohio? Like, what? No, I've I've had a long-standing yeah. rule. You don't wear shorts in Ohio. All right, I think we're getting. Uh, we we we. I think we got to make a transition over here to make a play. All right, so let's get into Play of the Week. Again, Play of the Week is brought to you by eBay, your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. All right, so if you're new here, this is where Jason, the producer, takes submissions from y'all, the listeners, on our Twitter or Instagram page. It's at Card Talk Pod. Lou and Tyler and I have not seen these, so we will review them one on one or uh, one by one live on the show, and we'll see who this week's Make a Play winner is. All right, so this is from Acer Cards. It says, uh, got a Tracy McGrady 2008 Tops Chrome Gold for 150 on eBay. It's numbered out of 50. Uh, ended up posting back up on eBay raw and sold for 675. Probably could have gotten more, but got to keep it moving. Love the look of these Tops Chrome refractors, and you can see them going up in the value in the near, uh, mm-hmm. and can see them going up in value in the near future. All right, so he bought it. Yeah, it's a quick flip. That's April. a quick flip. So, I got a lot on my mind. One, he's got the MVP as his profile pick. Two, I definitely tried to clown Ryan when he said he was going to be the MVP. Three, I think we need to do a piece of content on each of our own individual Mount Rushmore of card sets because OA Tops Chrome is firmly on mine. Three, I've been noticing this a lot. This is... Maybe not the new... This is like the reverse of new listings, Ryan. This is like the reverse of searching new listings and hoping to catch a seller off guard. I think what's happening here is a buyer got excited and just paid up. No, that's not true. I just looked. What? what, Okay, explain. So it went April 9th, one sold for 550. Okay. Then this guy bought his... For 150 on April 25th. Okay. Then on April 29th, this one sold for sec 75. Ty, you're very observant on a lot of these things. So one thing I always try to do is take a look at these and just it makes you wonder, right? So shout out to him for not putting like PSA ready or something like that on here. Mm-hmm. But what I did notice is mm-hmm. if you look at his sold listing for 675, it says sold via promoted listing, and I'm fairly confident the percentage that eBay takes on a promoted listing is higher. Mm. So I mm-hmm. just I, I would be curious to know. Like I, I've tried to list a couple things before via promoted listing, and I'm pretty sure it's a significant feed increase. Mm-hmm. I would love to know. I don't know if Acer can ever reach out to us on that, but I would love to know the fee on that, like how substantial that fee is. Like, did you have to give up an extra $100 to sell this via promoted listing? Um, I just That would obviously play a, a, a factor into this. Obviously, still making money on $150 unless they're taking, you know, 75%, which we're, 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 you know, we're sure. Lou, when you happen. looked, is there like supply right now? Could you go on eBay and buy a, I'm sure you can. one of these? No, I mean, it's out of 50 so if you search McGrady Chrome Gold, there's a decent amount of them up from other like years. There's not a Topps Chrome. That's the only, only Topps Chrome. That's what I meant. Topps Chrome. Oh, there's 
50. You know, there's McGrady Tops Chrome. There's an 0405 for 500. There's an 0506 Tops Chrome Gold for 299. There's an 0308. Yeah. Oh, that year, no. But there's a lot of other Tops Chrome Golds of McGrady up. There's probably 10 up from different years. Why? Why this one though? Someone because it is the greatest set of cards of all time, and you someone that? that's a take you know, potentially. Um, yeah, uh, it's one of my favorites from a design and just like the whole nine. I one personally, did five, I, I just don't get the person who's listing it for one fifty. Like, what are you doing? I have no idea. But I, <laughs> yeah, like, what are you he doing? took he took a, he took advantage. Oh seven tops chrome is sweet too. Real quick, if you're gonna sell a card for six seventy five, just my two cents, like ship it priority. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to do like the standard. Why you think he when you popped in an envelope? And... No, I know he did. That's what it says. Got it. Buyer, they paid ninety five cent for shipping. Yeah, that's fair. Respect, Acer's Acer cards. I think we can move on to the next. I think I think there's. Did we give respect play. here, or where are we at? You can't argue with that play. You can't. You can't at all. All right. This is from, is it beat underscore W124? It says, guys, I have a play of the week, uh, play of the week contender. In April last year, while my wife was shopping for groceries, I was waiting in the car, scanning eBay, closing auctions for last minute opportunities. I came across an intact full box of 1982 FBI discs with Mike Schmidt number 25. I had never seen the card before, so I jumped out of eBay and Googled the card when I came across the PSA blog with a Schmidt Master Collector saying the FBI disc is the toughest Schmidt to find. I turned back and put a winning bid in of $1,145.25. I sent the card slash box in to be slabbed and protected by BGS, and I was able to sell it today for another to another Schmidt Collector for $16,000. After eBay fees, this is nearly a 1,100% return in roughly one year. See photos below. I love it. Man, what a... First off, Mike Schmidt, not a big baseball guy personally, but he's like a guy, guy, guy. Feels like just someone that people adore and love, and I think he was a real, real player. Did any of you guys are any of you guys Mike Schmidt guys? Yeah, he's he's like a top ten. He's like a legend. Yeah, he's a he's a pretty popular guy. Phillies player. Yes, it's a good job by you. Um, yeah, I respect. First off. I mean, grinding eBay while your wife's in love the groceries. Yeah, that's the dream. That's the dream. <laughs> Respect. You didn't dream. have to go in. Just got to sit in the car and shop eBay. <laughs> the first that's thing the he dream. did when he sold this, because he definitely got yelled at for not helping. For He was like, you remember that a year ago when we went to the grocery store? And I was sitting in the car grinding eBay. So that I respect. Uh, the grading boxes. Does PSA or... Can you grade a unopened 2012 NBA Prism box? You can get it authenticated, I think. So you can get like BBCE sealed, like baseball card exchange. Like they like seal those boxes. I'm not sure if they're still doing it with everything COVID. I know that one. My understanding was this one time they were closed for like they weren't taking new ones. But I know BBCE is where you can do a lot of like the authentication. But I've, I've never heard of PSA or Beckett grading a full box. Yeah, I think... Also, this may be like a like a pack where they uh, everyone grades packs. So like, I think that kind of it looks more like a pack, if I had to guess. Yeah, it, it, to me, this is not the most exciting thing. If I saw this, if I walked in my store, I probably would have no idea what this is. But yeah, that's still crazy. Yeah, though. I mean, making fifteen thousand uh, dollars, or you know, 
$14,000 in a year and, you know, doing the digging to find out what it is, more about it and seeing it's, you know, hard to find, you know, there's just so many things that go into this. It's not the most exciting play I've ever seen, but to make $14,000 is, uh, that's, that's pretty good. That's, that's impressive. Absolutely. All right, next. Oh yeah, here we go. All right, this is from Chris Angel on IG. It says make a play. It says snag the tops X Trevor Lawrence box directly from tops for seventy five bucks. Ripped it, pulled an auto, and was able to sell it raw for eight hundred twelve. Took the other twenty six cards and crested uh, ocean that's created a lot on eBay that sold for more than a hundred. This isn't the uh, the best since it's ripping, but my biggest flip and some creativity with the two sales seemed worth a submission. Love the show. Yeah, good work. Got his money back on the other cards. These were all direct consumer. Yeah, yeah, they did like a, they did the thing that Gary did. Mm-hmm. Much. Ripped it, pulled an auto. Was able to sell the auto raw for nice. It's a numbered uh, are auto. you guaranteed an auto? I would assume not. I don't think so. I would assume not. But they might have done like the like a collector's edition type. Take thing. the un- other six. So, and I think he points this out in this, but that's one thing I like about it is like rather than sit on the other cards, move the other twenty six. No, just get rid of them. Lot them up. Make your money, move on, and put it into something else. I like it. Yeah, take your money back. My thing with these sets is like, I don't know. What's what's going to be the real value of a top Trevor Lawrence auto in three years from now? If he's the guy. Yeah, I believe in Trevor Lawrence. Like, I, I agree with you, Lou, that I'm not sure that these are going to be huge, huge cards long term with him and a, you know. A... Yeah, I'm saying take your money and, and move on. Agreed. I'm fascinated that he sold the the. 26 cards minus the biggest card he pulled for more than the retail price of the box. Agreed. Unreal. Uh, I guess the one thing I would like to know on this is what could you have sold the box for unopened? Let's find out. Is it a $200 box? Is it a $600 box? Where does the box lie? Let's find out real quick. Because I would assume if you're not guaranteed an auto, it's got to be what? 3X, 4X? Somewhere between two and $300 a box? I respect the play. I mean, it's a $75 box, rip and rip and flip. I'll tell you what, man. Looking at some of these autos on eBay, I mean, Trevor Lawrence has some locks. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's a beautiful human. I must say. 190, 175, 175, 199. For the boxes? Yeah, 152, okay. 162, 171. Okay. No, no guaranteed auto. Okay. These boxes are insane. This is a funny set. I'm a fan. Next. Interesting. All right, this is from... Oh, let's go. This is from Jason F. Young, 77. Lou's obviously hyped. It says, make a play submission for this week. 15-year F1 fan and back in the card game for the last year. Back in February, I listed out the goats from all major international sports, which led me to Michael Schumacher. Bought 12 mm-hmm. sealed sets containing his 1992 rookie card for $230 a piece. I recently mm-hmm. received the first nine rookies back from PSA, and the and I sent the other three separately to diversify graders. I got eight tens and one nine. I sold my first one on eBay over the weekend for $3,200, another off eBay for $3,300, and sent a 10 in my loan nine to Golden for their next auction. Jeez Louise. So Michael Schumacher is like the MJ of F1. For clarity, he's got like a ton of championships, a ton of W's. Um, his son is now actually in F1, so um, 
he's really good. Yeah, this is like one of the few, uh, like by the old wax and great. It's like a Ken Griffey Jr. type deal. Wow. Look at Ryan's face. Ryan loves this. I mean, that's fucking crazy. Excuse my language. Isn't that nuts? Two thirty for the Jay for the box. Jay just said he hit us up this morning and sold another ten for thirty. Yeah, bro. They're they're they sell for a lot. I mean, you don't even need to show me the other one. This is the winner. Wait, and so now let me. Just I mean, eight ten to three K. Jason, that's twenty four thousand dollars and something. This dude put. I mean, how many of them do you buy? Twelve at two thirty. So I mean, less than thirty six hundred yeah. made over twenty thousand dollars. Great knees. I mean, yeah, th- this is the way. And now, and now, just to give you guys like a little insight into my brand, this is a great play by Jason Young. So this card sells for thirty two hundred dollars. This is like the old school goat. Like anyone who's older who's an F one fan is obsessed with Michael Schumacher, right? Like that. That's the best. He's the guy, mm-hmm. right? So his card is thirty two hundred, and Lewis Hamilton is already selling for forty five hundred. So, like, this card is low-key cheap in my brain. How different is the popper part? Pretty, it's fairly similar because the top's now print run was so low. Interesting. I just love cards. Because it's so weird, right? Like, today, it's Michael Schumacher. It's, like, <laughs> it's unreal. There's just plays to be made. Yeah, so this is a really great play. I actually did a podcast um a couple of weeks ago with these guys in australia double coverage shout out to them and they were telling me about these boxes too they're like 230 bucks the it's hard to get a 10 obviously like of course but i mean he went he went fuck, he went eight for nine but yeah eight tens is like eight and for he 12 has three more crazy. coming back he also has a fire kobe patch auto as his pick so before we go on jason said this is one of the more interesting plays we've ever gotten and it had to make it in the show. Oh, man. Okay. So right now, I think Michael Schumacher's in the lead. You, he's got pole position? He he currently has the pole. Got it. Got it. Makes sense. All right. Our last one. Oh, Jay. Come on, guy. <laughs> Cash the bets. Cash the bets. <laughs> oh, my God. Cash the bets. All right, cardboard. We love. 4908 shipped. I've shout out to me and I've done deals with them before. Yeah, I, uh, I got a 2013 gold Mark Sanchez prism, two 2012 pr- green 12, 2012 prisms, and four 2012 prism prisms, silver. Okay. For less than 50, for all, I feel like I can get them slapped, presented nicely in one touch, and then you show I get at least 50 each ungraded. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, if you're someone like me who is stupid and loves Mark Sanchez, this is a great play because he's right. You'll be able to take these cards at a show and sell them for definitely more than you paid. Is anybody buying the Jets? <laughs> Is anybody buying Mark Sanchez? <laughs> Me. Lou. Me. You would never buy these cards. <laughs> You're confused. I would absolutely Lou, buy these if cards. If Lou saw these in Dallas, Whoa. I can You'd guarantee you You'd go to Dallas and pay 80? Lou would buy these. For that? You'd pay 80? A million percent. No, I didn't say 80. I would, I would pay like 30 to 40. Got it. Days. So he'd be taking an L. So he wouldn't sell them. So no, who's buying he them the again? Go- oh, wait. No, excuse me, sir. Sir, I meant each. Yeah. Each. Yeah. He's looking to, for less than 50 for all six. For all six, he uh, bought At any gold. show, I- price at least 50 each, ungraded. Yeah, I'm buying them for 30 each. I'm, I'm negotiating. Got it. My man's he looking for 16. 50, and he's putting in a lot of work. Uh, I don't think it's a lot of work. It's less work than you think. I'm telling you, he would have bought that that Mark Sanchez gold for $16 plus shipping. Lou would buy it at 40 at a show. If that thing was magged up in a showcase, Lou would have bought 100%. Lou would have bought it for 40. He would have made a play on Lou. 
I think we went, just went through a lot of play. I mean, the play was presented as a bad play, so it's like, I respect it. But Ty, remember last week? I don't know if you were, Lou or Ty wasn't here. Tony Kukoc, I realized that Tony Kukoc and Mark Sanchez, please know I'm not comparing them. Yeah, I just, I just, we just saw Tracy McGrady. Okay, Tracy McGrady refracted herself for $550. Like, a prism gold has got to be worth more than 15 bucks, right? This man was one play away from being in the Super Bowl, Tyler. For $15? I'd buy a... He was one drive away a show, from being I, in the Super Bowl. I mean, it, 16 bucks is a good buy. You would you would spend a thousand dollars on a gold Michael Porter Jr. and we'd be it'd be a miracle <laughs> if he had a, as That's much success funny. in his career. Walk as down Mark the street, Sanchez ask had. one person about That's Mark not Sanchez. A joke. What do they say? What is that? The butt fumble. What does that have to do with anything? Everything. Like you're talking about. Uh, what I'm trying to say is my man Cardboard. Tyler, you walk down the street, you ask about Michael Porter Jr. They're no, gonna say, they're oh, not. the guy they're who thinks COVID's say, fake. Like, what are we talking about? Good. That guy isn't he always hurt? Is he healthy? No, okay, <laughs> that's the guy with yeah, that's the guy with a bad back. Like, what are we talking? about? What I'm saying is. You got cardboard we love, and he's out here trying to flip Mark Sanchez's as a play. I love it. Respect the grind. Not going for a million-dollar play. Yeah, you're, I love it. That's the grind. I respect the grind, yeah, too. Called, I respect the grind, too. 16 and 20. The 20, last yeah, four or five I mean, plays. Clearly, I'm you just don't. saying. Like, 20 bucks into 40 bucks, 40 into 80, 80 into 160. Just got to start with 20. <laughs> disrespect on Mark Sanchez. And I the green? You couldn't at least show the green one? Like, the green on green? Like? No, the gold's more fire. I, I'm with Lou on this play. You're with Lou on this play. This is, <laughs> double his, this is not hard to double his money. That's making a play. A dude makes $50 buying three cards. You're not making that in you an hour. You can't even get three gallons of gas for yeah, the profit. Shout out to the I'm person. Just wait. <laughs> Real quick. Shout out to the person in the comments last week who said we don't talk about the main sports enough. Well, guess what? We got gold Mark Sanchez for you. No soccer. You got no soccer. And the whole freaking thing. Can I, can I get a Harry Potter play at least? Do you want me to show you? We got the big play? top four Neville. sports. We got Neville Mark Longbottom. There's a play. Prisms. All right. Oh, Professor God, Snape. stuff. Show you have a freaking play. All right, so wait, can we go back to the F1? I think that's obviously the winner. I think we agree here, right? Real quick, so the Michael Schumacher is a Pop 40 PSA 10, and the Lewis Hamilton is a Pop 53 in a 10. All right, so Jason, F. Young, Ty, you agree with that? Hold on. Like, can we can we go through all these things? I'm just, not just packing it in. It's an F1 play. <laughs> yeah, if it was no. soccer, we'd have to move on gotta, to like, the gotta, next uh, thing, but it's F1, line, so we got to go slow. You know. Issue. We got FBI <laughs> discs. Scroll back a little bit. There was one previous play. What's your pick? The Schmidt one's a hell of a play, though. Yeah. I was, I mean, I'm, I'm the Schmidt play because yeah, you know what? He's never going to forget. And now he has an yeah. auto I hang in the car when you do groceries and I grind eBay. He's got to get out of jail that's free a, that, card. And that's a good point, Ty. That's a, that's a get out of groceries for life type play. That's what I'm saying. That play has a lot of layers. Oh, I mean, this no. guy's never going in the you Walmart ever again for as long as he lives. Because you never know what you might miss. Right now. Yeah, you're at, Yeah, you're you're getting frosted flakes, and you're missing out on Mike jelly Schmidt. While I sit here and grind my auctions. <laughs> yeah, I'm an FBI guy. Give me the Mike Schmidt discs all day for the Formula One. F1 is the is the move because I love the idea of putting some shine on F1 and the old. 1992 Formula One grid 
into the PSA 10 is a phenomenal play. And going eight for and 12 And we don't even know crazy. what the other three have gotten, though. He went eight for... He went eight for nine with three more pending. And, the, and there's three more. Yeah. That, yeah. Yeah. That's the play. That's crazy. All right. So Jason F. Young is our winner on this one. Again, that is all we got for play of the week this week. But play of the week is brought to you by eBay. Your number one stop for all things cards and collectibles. All right. So last but not least, as we wrap up today's episode. Big release week. You said big release week? I know I'm going to pull it up, but I know one of them is Artifacts Golf. Have you had any further thoughts, Tyler? That I'm acquiring all the Artifacts Golf. Okay. Might be a little expensive. So you've got TriStar auto, uh, Hidden Treasures, Autograph Full-Size Helmets, Marvel Black Diamond, um, Score Football. You, is there a Sanchez the- helmet in there that we're going after as well? It's just such a weird thing to be like so vehemently against Mark Sanchez cards. <laughs> All right. So we've got Marvel Black Diamond, Upper Deck Artifacts Golf, uh, Tops WWE Women's Division, and then you've got Tops Transcendent Collection Baseball, which is like 27000 a box, and then Score Football. So Score Football will be the first uh, Panini release this year for for 2021 stuff with Trevor Lawrence and those guys. Um, and side note, Transcendent Collection Hall of Fame Edition is actually only 22000 It's not 27000 So a little bit more affordable there. But score football being pre-sold online at around $350 per box. Ty, thoughts on this week's releases? Nah, we got some good stuff to rip though. Cherry Collectibles from Australia sent us some stuff, and we're gonna get some good. Uh... You keep saying we like your French. Not a lot Wait, of sharing we? going on. Dollar, what you, you and I about? didn't even get mats until like other podcasts had ours. You keep saying we like Lou and I are getting. Some. I gotta go to Dallas just to just to get a T-shirt. <laughs> Jason's got one of one. I mean, Jason's got Jordan really Eleven card talk. That's because Jay is always in the lab doing whatever he's doing. I was just about to try and have a conversation with you guys of like, I Rye, how can we do something where uh, I have a box of cards and we give away yeah, slots? We're definitely going down that road for we were doing our that. community. <laughs> yeah, and then we rip it. That's what we were doing. Definitely not the Tyler Schmidt rip on Instagram Live. God, what an episode. That. Cool. What an episode. <laughs> oh, all right, boys. <laughs> we got to close on that. Yeah, yeah we're going to shut the whole, the whole <laughs> we'll operation. Cards are dead. See Goodbye. See you never. Peace. That's a wrap on Card Talk this week. Please subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever else you listen and get notified when we publish a new episode. It'd mean the world to us if you gave us a five-star rating and shared this episode with a friend. We'd love to answer your questions, so email us at cardtalkpod at gmail.com, and we'll get to it in the next episode. Card Talk is a 1.37 p.m. podcast and a Gallery Media Group original production.